Hello there, welcome back to The Bleeding Truth. My name is Sally McNally and I'm the Irish midwife. And I'm Bridget, Sally's daughter. <laughs> and I've just recently come back from a trip to Ireland and I got to visit with my sisters, my wonderful five sisters. And um, so I'm introducing them to you because I love them and I want to share them with you. So the next sister we're going to talk about here on this episode is my sister, Ronnie. Uh, Ronnie, uh, her full name is Veronica and we call her Ronnie. Yeah. So I'm excited. And if you guys are listening on Apple Podcasts, please make sure to give us a review. Mean the world. And uh, stay tuned because these are just some extra bonus episodes that, you know, we're throwing in there as well, uh, along with the other awesome guests that we've been having on. Yeah. Um, but I grew up in a house full of women, right? There's, there was six girls um, and we used to call us ourselves the three big sisters and the three little ones. So the three big ones and the three little ones. And my mother assigned a big one with a little oh, one to kind of watch over them. That's smart. <laughs> I know. So I was blessed to have Ronnie. She was the one that kind of watched over me. And uh, so she used to say to me that she was the mommy eagle and I was baby eagle. Oh. And to this day, you know, when we're writing to each other, or sending cards, we sign that as like mommy eagle and baby eagle. That's cute. Um, but she is probably the kindest person I know. Uh, she's full of loving, gentle kindness, and she she kind of embodies that with everything she does. Like even her gardening, mm -hmm. she's like talks to the plants and babies them and encourages them, and everything just flourishes and grows oh, oh, all around yeah. her. And the same, she does that with her animals. Uh, she always has a, a cat and a dog around her, <laughs> and she talks to them and she babies them and. You know, uh, recently I got to see her, you know, opening the window and her cat was like looking to see if the strangers were there. That was us. And uh, she was like, encouraged. The cat just comes in the window and stands there eating right there oh. on the windowsill. And, and there's this constant little chat. But I just, of course, really enjoy um, her. And I feel like I got a lot of my own personality from from watching her and talking to her mm. and uh trying to absorb her really oh, wow. I feel like you know that song I've got all my sisters in me <laughs> that's one of our songs we all <laughs> sing together um but <laughs> I, I I I love that I've got a little bit of that I sometimes like I'm talking to someone and I kind of like hear Ronnie coming out of uh, oh. my mouth and that's really good I think um but uh like a, a like a little example might be when I was a wee kid, um, I, we all believed in Santa Claus, uh, but uh, she um, was a little older and she knew that I still believed in Santa Claus. And I don't know what age I was, but I was very young and I was very excited. It was Christmas Eve and I was up at the, the top of the stairs and she opened a window up the top of the stairs and she had me listening out to see if Santa's sleigh was coming. And I think she knew that there was like sleigh bells or some kind of little bell tinkling out there. Or maybe she had one of the other sisters <laughs> tinkling a bell. But I could hear the bell. And I was like, that's Aww. his sleigh coming. And it just made it all so real and so exciting for me. And I always remember that. And she was just so happy looking at my excitement. 
But then maybe a year later or so, um, my dad was working Christmas Eve and he used to dress up as Santa and come in in the morning <laughs> as Santa Claus. <laughs> but he didn't make it home in time. And so she donned the outfit. <laughs> uh, he had the, the beard, and the, you know, the whole. <laughs> and um, so she came in. But the poor girl had a sore throat. And I remembered she'd had a cold and a sore throat. Oh, no. And she was trying to do Santa Claus as I woke up. And I first thought waking up, I was thinking, poor Santa Claus got very thin last year. <laughs> And then I was thinking, Santa Claus sounds like Ronnie. Yeah. And then Santa Claus has got Ronnie's slippers. <laughs> but, but I still was so excited and so happy because it was it was Santa. Yeah. And, and it was Ronnie and she was the embodiment oh. of, of joy for me. So I, I I have very strong memory of that. Um but yeah, she she was the one that kind of like used to organize us on our uh, vacations. It was no time to waste. Every hour we had to do something. Uh, at nine o'clock we were... That you're not very good with. <laughs> no, I wish I'd memorized that. <laughs> didn't, didn't absorb that part. <laughs> Darn it. <laughs> but she had us organized, you know, it was like reading and math and tennis oh, wow. and swimming and... Yeah, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, so I'm sure there's lots more stories, but uh, just that that kindness, I could go to her at any stage and talk to her about anything. And that's the same to this day. Uh, so that's, I really, you know, I'm grateful that I have sisters like that. That's so special. It is, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Why couldn't you yeah. have given me some sisters? <laughs> I tried. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> uh, when, when, yeah, we tried getting pregnant again. <laughs> Wasn't for the one to try it. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's hear from Ronnie. We were like, what position? What okay. Do we eat? <laughs> <laughs> what day? Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How about we hear from Ronnie's club? Yes, let's listen to Ronnie's clip. Now, Ronnie is a little shy. She didn't want to be on camera, so we just have her voice. And uh, um, she has this lovely house on uh, that she, her and the family escaped to. It's off by the, the sea in Wexford. It's a beautiful little um, place. But uh, she's planted all those plants in, the, in her garden. Mm -hmm. So we're walking around as we're talking, looking at this lovely garden. Yeah that she's planted. And Wexford is beautiful. I, I do remember I'm, being there when I was like, like pretty young yeah. um, with my cousins yeah. staying at their, their house, partly when it was still being built. Yeah. So I don't know if the garden was probably yeah. as great as it is now, but yeah, Wexford yeah. is beautiful. It, it's lots more plants now <laughs> than when you were there, but she's called this little place. Um, it's a big house really, but she calls it Nirvana. Oh and, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so here's a little glimpse at Nirvana. Awesome. Hello there, Sally McNally, the Irish midwife, and I have my fifth sister, uh, Ronnie, and she doesn't want to be on camera, and <laughs> it's first thing in the morning here in beautiful Wexford in a lovely place called Roney Point. Ronnie has a beautiful house here, and it's her escape uh, home. She escapes 
out of the city to this beautiful place by the sea. And so I'm just going to walk around here and good morning, Ronnie. It's good morning, Sally. <laughs> Hope you had a good sleep. I slept <laughs> like a log. Oh, that's great. <laughs> and it's our last morning. Uh, we're heading to the airport after this wee interview. Oh, yeah. We had a lovely, lovely day yesterday with mm-hmm. Sally. Yes. We got going for a lovely walk in the woods by the beach. Yes. In Court Town. It was beautiful. Yes, fabulous. And Ronnie, I was going to ask you if you had any stories you'd like to share with us about our childhood or your favourite stories that you remember. Well, one that popped straight into mind was a very unusual day when we were all aged from, I'd say, 13 to about seven, Uh inclusive. Six of us were allowed to take a train journey to a place called Butlins, in Mosley, in County Mead. (laughs) (laughs) And there was a lot of preparation the day before and packing. And my older sister, Phil, was given the task and duty of looking after all the towels, all the food and all of us. And we often think back how unfair that was (laughs) 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 And Butlin's was a holiday camp. People went and stayed for a week, but you could also take a day trip. Yeah. And our parents decided they'd let us go. Yeah. So we we were early at the train station. Yeah. uh, Nine o'clock and we headed off to Butlins, the six of us. Yeah. With Phil (laughs) protecting us. So um, we arrived in Butlins probably two hours later and she immediately lost control of the situation. (laughs) Before before she could organise us, um, Teresa, for starters, got into her swimming togs, dived into a swimming pool (laughs) and had to be rescued by the lifeguard as she was about to drown. She couldn't swim and she dived in at the deep end. And we were all watching all this happening and, you know, got a little bit of a fright and then got over it and proceeded on and went on every ride and as quickly as we could. And poor Phil was carrying all the food and mine and Sally, actually, who was the baby, was only about six years old at the time. And as the day went on, we discovered these little boats. You could get into the boats and you could row the boats out onto little man-made islands and I myself took the twins into one boat and I rowed them out to one island and left one on one island and one on another island and <laughs> what a story. <laughs> at some stage realised Phil was on on the embankment shouting and calling for us to come back and they had to send out some of the staff to rescue the twins off the islands and we missed the train home <laughs> I had to wait for a couple of hours I think supervised by somebody at this stage until the train arrived and our poor parents were at the the, the train station having realised shortly after we left that they'd done a very, <laughs> very risky thing. We all survived and we, don't think we, were, we, we never told them the true story of what happened with, with Teresa and her yeah. near drowning episode. Yeah. 
<laughs> for years, for what years. What a story, Ronnie. What a story. Uh, and um, why do you think that story stuck with you so vividly? Probably because we had been very sheltered and, you know, there were very strict rules and regulations always. We were always, as we, when we were younger, we would have been kept in the playground. We couldn't go outside when we lived in Fairview. And this was like... With no parents, with no grown-ups looking after us. Like, we weren't even grown-ups ourselves. And we were free, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. It was, it was an incredible feeling. And there was yeah. so many rides to go on. It was, yeah. Everything was fun there. It was lovely. It was, yeah. a, it was a fabulous day. We all survived and we all came home. Yeah. <laughs> and you kind of created a, a freedom for your own children here in this beautiful place by the sea. Like, um, I remember when my own kid came to stay with you for a few days, the first thing she said when she came back to all her friends was, in Ireland, the children are free. They can do whatever they want. And uh, it's still like that here, isn't it? Yeah, it, it is. Now, th they were very lucky because they were here at a time when they had friends their own age and the yeah. gangs of boys and gangs of girls and yeah oh it was play all gangs day long. might have a different intonation in oh, America. oh really <laughs> <laughs> well there might have been four or five girls the same age who yes. are similar ages and four or five yeah. boys of similar ages yeah and they had such fun yes and their friends would come down from dublin and join in and yeah have sleepovers and yeah. play tennis, go swimming. Oh, it was fabulous. Yes. Yeah. I, I pretty think good I had a lovely huh? childhood. Yeah, isn't that fabulous? I can remember it being great fun. Yeah, yeah. When we were young, when we lived in Fairview and yeah. we had the playground and yeah. we played outside from morning till night, really. And we had, um, we used to have this game called hospital we had only a little <laughs> a little tiny garden and mammy used to say, we'd ask could we play the hospital game and mammy'd say yes but there's only three girls coming in so <laughs> if you were coming to hospital you had to bring your own blanket your own pillow <laughs> and you could just make a little space and you were in hospital right? yeah and usually somebody had something wrong with them, like a cut knee or yeah sore arm and yeah they got special treatment but after a little while, it was probably boring without any boys. And someone would say, can, can the boy next door come in? Just him. And Mammy said, well, just him. <laughs> Thomas lived next door. So Thomas would come in. And a little while later, someone else would say, what about the Flynn twins? Can they come in? <laughs> they were twin boys. They'd come in. Then there'd be Derek Davis. He'd come in. The next thing, the hospital would be in an uproar. <laughs> and, and then Mam being the, the, the yeah. main nurse or whatever. Yeah. She would um, throw everyone out. <laughs> <laughs> whether you could walk or not, whether you were better or not. <laughs> you were thrown out. <laughs> well, Ronnie, I remember growing up with you and um, you'd get us organised on our uh, summer vacations and you'd have <laughs> <laughs> lists of things for us to do. And we'd, every hour there was something to do, like one hour we'd be doing math and another <laughs> hour we'd be reading and another hour we'd be walking and another hour playing tennis. And <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. It was great. I loved it. I loved it. 
you were very organised. And um, so, Ronnie, you love nature, right? And you have a green thumb. Obviously, <laughs> I've been just going around looking at all of your plants, and you planted every single one of those, and you've created a beautiful little peaceful nirvana and your place is actually called uh, yeah we love nirvana. it there it's very yeah. very peaceful and pleasant I yeah. say yeah yes I love you so much Ronnie I love you too <laughs> Sally <laughs> and give Bridget my love when you get home give I her will. a big hug and kiss for me yeah she remembers being here too yes you're my nanny eagle <laughs> you're my baby eagle. <laughs> love you <laughs> thank you So thanks again for listening. We really appreciate it. And um, if you like what we're doing, give us a bit of a review on Apple. That would help us so much. And um, if you come across a subscribe button, press the subscribe button. It doesn't cost you anything. 